0: Industrial Talk is brought to you by Arduino, the original all-in-one IoT platform. That's right. Go out to arduino.cc and you will find documentations. You will find devices, powerful boards to help you with your digital transformation journey. It's all there. Go out to arduino.cc, find out more, see how you can connect with these professionals to help you along with your digital transformation journey, arduino.cc. Also, Industry IoT Consortium. At Industrial Talk, we always talk about education, we always talk about collaboration, we're always talking about innovation, and if you're a business that has any desire to be resilient to the future, you need to be able to educate, collaborate, as well as innovate with other industry professionals. That's a must. Industry IoT Consortium brings that all together. You need to be a part of this community. You need to be connected with these leaders that are all a part of the Industry IoT Consortium. Go out to iiconsortium.org. Find out more. Again, you will not be disappointed. You're just going to be happy.
1: Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat,
0: grab your work boots, and let's go. All right. Once again, welcome to Industrial Talk, the number one industrial-related podcast in the universe that celebrates industry professionals all around the world because you are bold. Yes. Brave. Brave. You dare greatly, you innovate, you're solving problems, you're making my life better, that's important, and you're making the world a better place to live. Thank you very much, and that's why we celebrate you on this podcast. Once again, you hear the noise in the background? Yes, you do. We are broadcasting on-site, MXD, Chicago, Illinois. It is an innovation center that's second to none. I'm looking at the, through the window, and, it, and I can't wait to get in there, and in the hot seat, I, that's, I was looking at your name tag, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's I what I was looking it. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and no, no. Berardino. Did yeah, I get it? Berardino. 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 CEO? CEO. MXD?
1: Yeah.
0: Let's get cracking. That's us. we're just going to talk about anything that we want.
1: We're going to talk about random people.
0: Yeah, that guy's got a great head of hair. I'm and jealous. he's just flowing.
1: <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> I think we're in the same boat. <laughs> we're in the same boat. like
0: uh, hair, hair, yeah. hair.
1: I miss my hair. I miss my hair.
0: That was long gone.
1: Yeah. As my wife points out. Yeah. <laughs> like, get over it. It's been a while.
0: Yeah. So you have a great, great facility here. It is a pretty cool spot, isn't it? And uh, excellent people. We have an amazing team. They're, you can tell. It makes that my job a lot easier. I know. It, it, I'm telling you right now. They're passionate. They're on point, they're focused, yeah. and all the conversations I've had, it's like, yeah, I, I, I feel intimidated, and I, I I can eat well. That's about it. Yeah. You know, years ago, a buddy
1: of mine worked for Microsoft, and he said that he was always told, be the dumbest guy in the room, and if you know you're not dumb, you're doing pretty good. I'm like, I'm pretty much the dumbest guy in the room, and I'm okay with it because this is an amazingly talented
0: team. And so. and, and, and what you are doing and, and that purpose, that mission behind what MXD is doing, is is so needed because i know that i have these conversations all the time about hey we're going down the digital transformation iot ai cloud whatever it might be but it always gets down to the fact that well well, i need to collaborate i need to talk to somebody i need a sherpa of some sort to be able to sort of make sense of this is that sort of i mean that whole mxd in the solution right there. Yeah, and if, you know,
1: we've been around for eight years. We're the second oldest institute. In the early days, we focused on the big manufacturers, and a lot of it was that exploration, figuring out ideas, doing, deciding what you want to do. The bigger manufacturers have started their digital journeys. So for us, what's changed is now 98.5% of manufacturers are considered small and medium, right? 75% of manufacturers have less than 20 employees. That's kind of this next generation. How do we get them to adopt digital? What's great is that the big manufacturers, huh. they're realizing that, too. They're saying, hey, we've modernized our facility, our operations. we got all this data. We're using AI. We're using analytics. We've got all this technology. But if our supply chain doesn't modernize, yes. they don't get the benefit. And so that's a, this transformation where it's like, look, more and more we're getting asked, how are you helping the small manufacturers? Right? And some of that is as simple as get them here and show them the factory floor. Bring them on site. Show them what's the art of the
0: possible. So do you do you find that there's some possible pushback or when you because i i don't see that there's even a there's no debate if i'm a manufacturer and you know, let's say I have five I, I don't know what the, the the number might be if i'm not actively engaged in in and collaborating with organizations like mxt i'm gonna miss the boat yeah and the biggest challenge
1: that happens is like you're a small business you make money when you're producing parts not producing parts not making money so one of the biggest things we do is we show them like a playbook. Here's a digital technology you can adopt. Here's what it's going to cost you, both in dollars and people. And then here's how long it's going to take. And more importantly, here's your ROI. So now all of a sudden they can go in because some of the, some of those small businesses are, you know, they're hand to mouth. They but are. But a few of them are, they're doing okay. And they're willing to invest in their companies if they know there's a payback. And so those playbooks, those ROIs, showing them technologies that like, look, we built this, digitizing legacy equipment a couple of hundred bucks you can start collecting data off of an old machine like now all of a sudden you can show them like this isn't millions of dollars this isn't years of innovation they start seeing what's possible they don't get that unless they can come into an organization like us you know and see that or their manufacturers that they deal with their their you know clients walk them through that experience
0: see what i would see is that If I was a small manufacturer, Scott here. I'm gonna give you an MXD. Oh, thank you very much. But I got it. It's got some. Yeah. Thank you. Now back to what we were. Now I'm all. Now I'm all messed up. Now I'm a professional, but I'm not that much. I gotta put you out. It's my strategy. It's a strategy. Now I don't know where to go with this. But but if I'm a small manufacturer, sometimes I don't even know I'm struggling. Maybe. But it, but if I'm a part of if I'm a part of a supply chain, yeah. then there's something there. Yeah. Carrot and stick.
1: That's
0: so it. In some cases, yes. you show them that this is a
1: carrot. You can do this. Yeah. In other cases, you know, cybersecurity. We're the National Center for Cybersecurity Manufacturing. Department of Defense has certain cybersecurity requirements. Yeah. They're up in the game with CMMC. Right? Cybersecurity maturity Model certification. CMMC requires these manufacturers to do a little bit more work, to get a little bit of external testing, in some cases actually audited by third parties. That's the that's the stick in that case. You want to supply the Defense Department, you've got to be CMMC compliant. In other cases, digital transformation, people are saying, listen, the more effective you are, the more effective I am. They're going to their suppliers and they're trying to say, like, look, here's how you can be more effective. You can make more money. And then together, we can actually be more successful, more resilient, more, you know, just generally more successful, let's start there. That's that carrot more. We have to deal with both. We get people that come here and they say, look, I'm a defense supplier, I've been supplying defense for 20 years, I don't know what CMMC is, is it gonna cost me five grand or 500 grand? Right? We kind of help them understand what makes it real. Again, going back to simple things, solve problems. We, re- we released a playbook that says if you're going after CMMC level one, here's the playbook. MXT is a small business. Today we have uh, 68 employees on staff, if my math is correct. Um, We'll be 70-something in the next few I would months. I won't audit it.
0: Yeah. You could have said 350. No, I was going to argue. That's fine, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <But> this, <laughs> I could, but then someone <laughs> could make a comment after. He's chirping out yeah. some numbers that are it's just yeah, not real. we got 4,000 people. No. no, but the beauty as a small business is like we understand what it takes to be secure as a small business. We're the National Center. we got to make sure we're secure. We take our experience, we put it in a playbook, we hand it to people. So now all of a sudden, instead of it being the unknown, the fear of like, well, I don't know what it's going to take, so I assume the worst, or I just ignore it. Now we give them the real example of this is what we did, this is what it took for us. Here's some little tricks that we learned along the way.
0: See, I, I think that that cybersecurity, you know, I've, I've, I've tried. I've worked ever so diligently. I work with the company, and yes, we have cyber conversations. What I find difficult is having a conversation of, with people or companies that say, yeah, we're going down this digital transformation journey, and uh, we were hacked, and yeah, uh, you know, that wasn't really good. And, and yeah. we corrected it this way. That 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 correction is always an important component to the conversation, right? But nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to well, say that.
1: Most people don't even admit they got hacked. Yeah,
0: see, that's the point. That's the that's the weird conversation around it. But it is vital to digital oh, transformation. So- it's like it.
1: So, we like to say that the Department of Defense, in their wisdom, realized that you can't do digital without cyber. Yep. So, we are the Digital and Cybersecurity Institute. There are other institutes that are the Cybersecurity Institute and the Digital Institute, right? In the Department of Energy, they have two, two in that space. The challenge is, like you said, you can't adopt digital without adopting cyber, and if you're going to secure your operations, you might as well put all the infrastructure in place yeah. so you can adopt digital. Yeah. Right? But, you know, and it, look, we actually attack our employees. We do phishing attacks against our employees. You know why? I'd rather they fail with us yeah. than with a third party. And you know, so far, and I, I hate to say this because I'm going to jinx myself, we've, we've been attacked. Everybody gets attacked. Yeah. Most people don't even know they're being attacked. Yeah, nope, right? nope. We've been attacked, but nothing has ever been compromised. Right? And I just probably jinxed my IT department and my cyber director yeah. is they're standing going, right out there. Oh my She's gosh. probably going, oh my her, gosh. her hairs on her back are going oh, up. Like, what did he say? Oh. What did he say? He
0: just said this. and I oh, <laughs> Let's zip it out. Let's get that text going. Oh, my gosh but it's but it's true and we don't know no. and and to, to there's one side of me that says I really don't want to know because it's it's sort of scary however you need to know yeah. and if you want that business to be secure but but to benefit from that digital transformation where you're going and gaining those efficiencies it's just it's it's hand in glove it's, it's got just it. it got to be got to be there and you know the thing too
1: is The boards are starting to ask about that. So if you're a public company, people are starting to ask you, what's your cybersecurity posture? What have you done? What do you do? Like, think about it. What large company doesn't have a really well-staffed IT department? They also have a cybersecurity department. They probably have a CISO, Chief Information Security Officer. Like, this is just part of doing business. Now, let's go back to those small businesses. You think a 20-person company has an IT department, let alone a CISO? Right? So this is the the most – this is why, as MXD, it's critical that we're out there is, you know – you see all this tech on the floor. It's really impressive. If you go, when you go out there, you'll see that there's a label that says firewall on one of the boxes on our cyber wall. Somebody asked me one time, why do you stick a name of firewall in there? They know that's a firewall. I said, most people that walk in here, they, they don't. don't know that's a firewall. Nope. They don't even know what a firewall is. So the fact that we label it means we can have the conversation, and that's the critical uh, part.
0: See, you're, you're, yeah, because a lot of them, including many, don't understand or recognize or realize or just they just they're too busy trying to manufacture something and yeah. doing it as efficient as they possibly can dealing with all the real immediate headaches of oh, i lost somebody i need to bring somebody in whatever yeah. it might be in it and that's 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 sucking up bandwidth um do you find with that can, can a small to mid-sized company let's let's just deal with small can it afford it i mean can it's like, I hear you, but how much is it going to cost me to really be diligent about my security?
1: So, yes. The answer is yes. Because it doesn't take that much. Okay. Right? So, most people, you can start by upgrading your router. You know, they probably have the freebie they got from their internet provider. Right? Yeah. It's, it's 10 true. years old. It's got no security on it. Okay. Like, a buddy of mine ran a small manufacturing shop, and he had no password on his Wi-Fi because he kept forgetting it. He's like, I told him to delete the password. Right. So these are little things that make a huge impact, but you know we invest in training. We do periodic testing, but we do training. Don't quote me, but there are tons of companies out there for a few bucks a month, right? Four or five bucks a month, I believe, is what we're paying per employee to do a training program. So then you can roll out a bunch of different courses. I always say that the workforce is your biggest it is. risk, it is. but it's your biggest asset. You want to improve your cybersecurity posture? Train your employees. Did and if and if you have five, think about it. It's a hell of a lot easier to train five people than five hundred or five hundred thousand, right? So,
0: hey, good point. Absolutely good point. Did you see people talk about, hey, we're remote. Uh, we're remote working now. And I understand. There's the the manufacturing. That's that's got to be there on site. But then there's this remote component. Hey, we're the back office. We're remote because of. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they're using their network. They're yeah. using us. Uh, any issues there?
1: So, let's talk about us, and I think it's a good reflection yeah. on the industry. So, we shut down completely for two weeks, right at the beginning. And then we, we relaid out the whole building. First off, everybody was working from home for those two weeks, but the building was shut down. We relaunched the factory floor. The engineering team was in the building starting day one after that. They were starting to build all the shields to protect employees, so people wanted to come in. Yep. We then sat down and basically ensured that all of our online systems, you know, video conferencing, all the collaboration tools were there. Cyber was already in place, but one thing we did was when people work from home, they got to be on the VPN. So then we started looking Uh, at like, you know, the policy was always there, but now it's reminders. So it's like we threw a little reminder on on everybody's calendar that said, log into your VPN, right? So the little reminders were there. But here's what was really interesting what we saw is most of our members went through the same thing. A lot of members that were challenged with digital transformation because of the IT, OT network yeah, yeah, infrastructure, yeah. getting their back office to talk to the factory floor, yeah. when all of a sudden, you can't bring everybody into the building, it's surprising how fast some of that got adopted. And at the time, I said, my biggest fear was that people wouldn't keep this learning, they'd fall back. And I think now, you know, it's been a, it's been a very rough two years for a lot of folks, it's been a difficult time, but some of these things have just stuck. Right. I heard today there was someone that said they do all their monitoring, what used to be people walking around the factory floor for the engineering teams, they do it virtually. If they want to come in, they can come in. They can do it from home. They're perfectly equipped now in a secure way
0: to stream all that data back to, the, to their home. Yeah. It's. And it, it's. It, we're forever changed. And, I, and, and, you know, we all understand the bad part of COVID. We just did okay. yeah. We got all the news. But then there 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 are always these, these neat little stories of how how companies have developed a, a way of around it and worked and, and, and become positive and I need to I need to collaborate more. I need yeah. to work with people more, some way, shape or form. And and uh, so yeah, there's the negative, but then there's that positive and that adoption and, yeah. and that acceleration of the adoption of whatever it might be. Yeah.
1: The world's changed, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. And and I think in a good way for exactly what you just said, right? So, how do we keep it going? You know, we're going to talk about workforce and I talked to Liz, but like you think about that, it's like one of the messages our workforce programs is that manufacturing jobs of tomorrow are not the jobs of today and they're not the jobs from a decade or two decades ago. But I could say that about every job. They they significantly transformed in the last two years and it's going to keep transforming because of the foundations that we laid. Right, so, how do we start thinking about technology as a way to enable that workforce to make them the most effective, whether they're here in New York or in the beach in South America?
0: Uh, I, Liz was hitting on all cylinders on that conversation. I think <laughs> that, that that is that's like. The,
1: that's the best person to talk to. It is.
0: And, and I think that that is such a, a major topic, yeah, major conversation, and, and sort of that struggle with how do we do this. And, and she spouted off a stat that was just, well, mind boggling. of the jobs have not been discovered or in in 2020. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's a
1: middle school student of today. 85% of their jobs don't exist. Don't exist. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I had this caller on that again. No. it's, It's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: But... When I joined MXT I heard the metric of 2 million unfilled jobs by the end of 2030, by the end of the decade. Yeah,
0: you, you, you talked about that. I didn't believe it. I
1: was like, that's hyperbole. People are making up that. Much. It's it's to scare people, right? We're at close to 800,000 today. Like, think about it. And people are retiring. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. And that's the other side, too, that we got to be careful is there's a lot yeah. of knowledge leaving, right? So, <laughs> Digital. What's cool about digital is not just all the AI and all this tech, but it's also like how do we collect that knowledge and then transform it? So now all of a sudden yeah. someone yeah. with one or two years of experience can have your virtual 30-year expert sitting yeah. beside them. That's where it gets interesting.
0: So if, if I'm listening to this particular podcast and I'm a small, mid-sized business, whatever, manufacturing, I think the recommendation I would provide, because I don't know where to start, I've got my business over here, and it's spinning and doing a yeah. thing. I would highly recommend that that uh, they engage in organizations like yours, yep. Mxd. Absolutely. Start that conversation. Begin discussing where to go and laying out the roadmap. I, I just think it's 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 crucial, and that to me is 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 a clear it's it's a clear purpose to to do that yeah. as a business. And I think that if you don't, as a manufacturer. You're going to miss a boat. It's to tough to succeed. It is, and, I, and that's sad. All right, how do people get a hold of you?
1: Uh, you can email me at berardino.berrata, dot Barada at mxdusa.org. We're
0: going to have his contact information out on Industrial Talk, so fear not. We will be able – you will. I bet you got a good uh, Industrial Talk stack card. Not industrial – no, no, not Industrial Talk. LinkedIn stack card. Yeah. You Send do. me a LinkedIn. Yeah, there you go. All right, once again, we're broadcasting from MXD, Chicago, Illinois. You need to, if you're up here in this area, can they can you come on by and say hey? I Absolutely. We have open houses, but just reach out and we can, we can you it, man. That's a great invitation. All right, we're going to wrap it up on the other side, so do not go away. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and it is absolutely wonderful to be back in the seat after IMTS up in Chicago, a must-attend event. Barodino Barado, MXD. It is always wonderful to be able to find organizations that you can point to because if you're on this digital transformation journey, which you are, which you should be, you can go right to MXD. You can call them up. You can ask for their opinion. You can ask for their help. If it is what they can do to help you, they will. If they do not know, or they they do know, if they say, hey, that's not for us, but this is where you need to go, they'll help you there. It is really the first place I would start because there's a lot of digital transformation, cyber conversations happening out there. MXD is your first stop. Plus, they're great people. Plus, they're very smart. All right. We're building a platform that is dedicated to education here at Industrial Talk, dedicated to collaboration, and definitely dedicated to innovation. We truly want you to be successful. So we're going to continue to have great conversations like Baradino and others because they are absolutely stellar individual. All right. Be bold. Be brave. Derek Greatly. Hang out with people like Berardino, and you're going to change the world. Thank you very much once again for joining Industrial Talk. We're going to have another great conversation coming from MXD shortly, so stay tuned.